Hi everyone, I'm Joe, and welcome to episode number 5 of Confessions of an IT Manager. So I want to talk today in this episode about two things. One is bad days in IT, and then after that I want to talk to the noobs, as we call them, but the new people in IT. Um, give you some advice, uh, whether that's starting your career or getting into it, or you just got your foot in the door with IT and want to grow more. Uh, we'll talk about that second. Bad days happen. Bad days happen in IT, and it can be really stressful. In the previous episode, I talked about stress in IT and finding healthy ways to deal with it. I was reading an article today from a company called Spiceworks. Uh, it's an open source company. They have uh, a lot of good resources out there for IT people. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, they also have a really big community section on it as well. Anyways, this article is called Eight Times IT Pros Had Much Worse Days Than Yours. And uh, let me cover a few of these. Uh, for example, one of the things it mentions is database deletion delays 15,000 flights in Europe. Um, another one is, is that someone flipped a power switch on an electrical circuit for British Airways. Uh, it ruined some technology and caused uh, approximately $112 million in damages and delays. Um, let's see. 1,100 websites on hosting.com went down uh, because somebody flipped the wrong breaker. And uh, Google accidentally blacklists everyone. You might remember that one. Back in 2009, a Google employee accidentally entered a single backslash on a line in the company's blacklist, which resulted basically in the search engine marking every single website as malicious. Um, lasted for you know, about an hour, um, and they got it fixed. But, uh, uh, you know, millions of searches and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, that's something normal. Uh, well, you know, not doing something like that is normal. But bad days in IT are normal. Personally, too, I've had bad days in IT. I don't think mine have gone nearly to this level, not even close for that matter, but I've had bad days. Um, I had a file server go down at uh, actually the job I work at now um, shortly after I started. It was uh, misconfigured, ended up kind of being a perfect storm that just happened at the right time and it corrupted the entire operating system. In addition to that, the backups were corrupted of it, which is something that we didn't realize. And like I said, I was brand new here, um, didn't have a good handle on any of the systems or backups or anything like that, didn't even realize that uh, it was corrupted. Uh, thankfully, we got things back as best as we could from a, a week-old backup, but uh, yeah, that, that happened. There's bad days that happen everywhere. So my encouragement for you guys especially in IT, especially when you have a lot of responsibility, whether that's uh, being a department manager, or you're the only IT person, um, or, you know, network admin, whatever it happens to be, bad days are going to happen. It's a normal part of IT. It's a normal part of the working world. What's important is how you deal with those bad days. Find the problem, whether it was caused by you or someone else or something else, you know, no matter what it is, find the problem, fix it, get it back up and going as quickly as you can without cutting corners and, and causing other problems. And 
communicate. Communication is so important in IT and in our corporate infrastructure environment that the more that you communicate with the other people in your company and keep them informed about what's going on, the more patience there will be, the more that they're understanding that something is being done about it, and they're more willing to wait for that to be resolved. Bad days are going to happen. Don't be afraid to reach out to resources when those do happen and get some extra support, get some extra help, um, to whatever you need to do to get the problem solved quickly. Now we want to take a minute and talk to the new guys in IT. I want to first of all say welcome to an exciting career. This is definitely one of the best ones out there. It's always changing and always growing. You can always learn. There's always new things to do. And if you don't like something specifically, there's so many other things that you can either get involved in, switch your area of expertise, or focus on an area of expertise that you really don't have to worry. Um, the nice thing is, is IT appeals a lot to people who like to always learn and always grow. And basically, the sky is the limit. The more experience you get, the more knowledge you build over the years, the more opportunities that open for you down the road. Um, so it's exciting and welcome to the field. What I want to address is actually kind of in reply to a question I saw on uh, LinkedIn earlier. I like jumping on there uh, about once a week and answering the, I forget what they call it, it's like a community give back feedback thing where uh, people who are younger in their careers or are considering a career change can ask a question and you can write back and give them your advice or experience or opinions or whatever that happens to be and, and kind of help them. I like doing that. Um, I like giving back and, and helping new IT members come up in the industry. That's part of the reason why I'm doing these podcasts and talking to you guys now. So one of the questions that was asked was, I want to get started in IT, but I have a hard time getting a job. Um, I know a little bit of what I'm doing, or I went to school for some stuff in IT, but just don't have anything for experience or to back it up or to get my foot in the door. How do I get my foot in the door? Um, I would say, when it comes to that situation, just kind of blanket apply. You might have to settle for a part-time position for a little bit, but something to get your foot in the door to build up that experience. Um, there are always IT jobs. There are always people looking for IT jobs. In the past, when we've hired people, when I've hired people, it is actually difficult for us as employers to find IT people uh, to come in as like an entry level and do... Uh, you know, basic stuff, help desk, learn, kind of get their career started. Uh, it actually takes quite a bit of time. It can be very frustrating because uh, there's so many IT jobs and really not that many IT people to work them, especially help desk entry level. So there will be opportunities. Just keep looking. Sometimes those are through job placement places, uh, you know, recruiters, stuff like that. Um, other times they're just from looking on companies' websites uh, set up a profile at you know Indeed or Career Builder or something like that, and and you can have them email you job alerts for anything that says you know IT help desk, um, and uh, I'd be willing to take a look at those. Another thing that you can do is uh, get some certifications. Community colleges often have certification programs. In fact, the the one here in the state that I live in does have. Um, you can get it's your A plus certification just basically says you know the basics and you know what you're doing uh, it will kind of help you uh, certifications 
are, uh, I think, a little more beneficial in the world of IT than having, you know, a master's degree in management information systems or, you know, something like that. Uh, you really don't, you don't really need that. Not that I want to discourage you from going to school. Go to school if that's what you want to do. But uh, technology changes so fast that colleges can't keep up with it. But when you go to a place that teaches certification programs, those keep up with the times and those will help you on, in the long run as well. If that's something that isn't really on your radar, you can't really afford it, uh, there's another great uh, training resource I like. It's actually free. Um, it's called Allison Courses, and it's Allison spelled with one L. Uh, they're based out of the UK, and they have different job trainings for all different programs, not just IT, but they have a great IT section, and everything from the very basics and teaching you the very basics of how everything works all the way up to um, some management refresher courses. And in fact, one of them I'm going through now. It is free to take the class. It is free to take the test and pass and get your certification. Um, I think the only thing you pay for is the actual full-on proof you, you took that class and got your certification. And those range anywhere from 20 bucks to 80 bucks, depending on basically how big was the class and are you gonna just download a copy of your certificate or do you want them to print you out a version and mail it to you? Um, that's just really kind of the difference there. Very affordable. If you were to go to a certification uh, training, you know, on your own through a company that does it, like uh, what was it, like BTS Technology or whatever, it is one of those major training companies. Um, you're going to spend easily in the vicinity of you know twelve to fifteen hundred bucks. Um, so I like free. I don't know about you guys, but I like free. The Allison courses is a worldwide place. Uh, they are recognized and uh, something you can add to your resume to kind of help that out. My last piece of advice for the new people in IT is to do two things. And if you can do these two things and make it a good practice, then you are gonna go far in your career. And the first thing is, is to stay humble, be willing to always listen to the people around you, whether that is somebody that has more experience than you, a supervisor, um, you know, just your coworkers. Take that time to listen, be humble about it, be humble about what you know, and that will really help you. And the reason it'll help you is because uh, you will be more in tune to what's going on, the business needs of the company, the individual needs of the user that you're trying to troubleshoot, and it will help you grow. When you take that time to just sit back, relax, be humble, and listen, that's when you can really start to even learn more information. I contribute a lot of what I know uh, now in IT, especially with networking and virtual infrastructure, to the systems administrator that I worked with back when I was uh, tier two support at a different company. Uh, very smart guy. Him and I are still friends. He's very funny. And um, if it wasn't for him and us just having sit-down conversations and chit-chatting about technology and things, I definitely wouldn't have learned as much as I have. And uh, so finding people like that to help kind of mentor you or even just coworkers that will share stuff with you is something that is, is going to help you in your career and just grow. The other thing that you should do that's really going to help you in your career besides being humble is that that willingness to grow and go out of your way to learn more and and help your coworkers and company more if you have 
the attitude of every time you approach a job of I'm going to learn from this. No matter if it's something going bad or something going right or just a new problem you've never faced, if you have that attitude of I'm going to learn from this, I'm going to see what happens, um, I'm going to be able to add this to my internal database of knowledge you know, in your mind, that is going to help you a whole lot. Different people learn in different ways. So maybe yours is hands-on, maybe it's something different. Whatever that happens to be, and that's okay, that's up to you, use that. Learn, grow, be willing to learn and grow, and um, always take that attitude and approach of, well, I don't know the answer to that problem, but I'm willing to find out. I think that when you do that and you stay humble with it as well, you're going to go pretty far in your career. I'm happy to encourage you. I know you guys are going to do great. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid of the future. Don't be afraid of unknowns. And don't be afraid to change your career path or your area of expertise or anything like that. I kind of like the positions where I have to know a lot or medium amount, I guess I should say, about a lot of stuff. Versus um, I've talked to people who they've only done one thing and one thing only. And they are amazingly smart at that one thing. Uh, for example, like exchange server administration. But as soon as you start talking to them about something different, like uh, Ethernet networking or something like that, they they don't know the difference. Um, nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of a choice for you that you're going to have to make. Um, but don't be afraid to take a look at those options. See what you like. See what it is that gives you enjoyment, fulfillment, happiness, makes you feel better, um, makes you feel like you accomplished something. I know this episode hasn't been as much about technology as it has been about, uh, I guess you could call it just work in general or maybe a, you know, a little bit of the emotional side to IT. Um, that's okay. That's part of any job. You know, we, we're going to have a lot of talks on this podcast about technology because technology is what we deal with as part of being in IT. Um, but we also need to talk about the reality of it and dealing with things emotionally so that you can be successful and you can help grow yourself and uh, your others around you, really. So if you guys have any questions, as always, don't be afraid to send me a message or reach out. I hope that this helps some of you, especially the new people in IT. And uh, if you have things you're curious about or looking at, and you want to know more about for any future segments or episodes, don't be afraid to shoot that in as a message to me as well. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I'm Joe, and see you next time.